friends, welcome to the Small Business Matters podcast. It's the only podcast that truly matters to small business. My name is Tim Fulton. I'm the founder, chief evangelist for Small Business Matters. I'm your host for today's podcast. My co-host is Taylor Fulton, the director of marketing for Small Business Matters. Taylor, good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, Taylor, you and I are very lucky. We both sleep well at night. Would you agree? I would agree with that statement, yes. And one of the reasons that we sleep well is because we feel secure. We feel secure that our our data is safe, that our internet is safe, that our, that our world is safe. And one of the reasons that I think we can feel that way is because of people like our guest today, Randall Zapata. His firm, Zapata Technologies, is responsible for keeping us as a country safe, keeping the world safe. And it's for that reason I, I really feel privileged and, and it's a pleasure to have Randall as our, our guest today. So let me, I'll, I'll do a quick introduction for Randall and then Taylor, we'll get, we'll get right into our questions. I know we've got a lot that we want to ask of, of Randall today. Randall is a chief visionary officer for Zapata Technology. He's a dedicated American, born and raised in Chicago, the Windy City. He joined the Army National Guard of, at a young age of 17 and then entered the Army at the age of 18 to become one of the youngest military intelligence analysts. After his honorable discharge and with post 9-11 security and intelligence world changing very rapidly, Randall was quickly nabbed up by a defense contractor to solve a series of very tough intelligence data challenges that were discovered during the 9-11 commission. At again, the young age of 23, he founded Zapata Technology in 2007 and has guided what has been a phenomenal success. And he continues to be an amazing serial entrepreneur, also founding Zapata AI, Zapata Estates, and Zapata University. So Randall is committed to a healthy work-life balance. He enjoys way too much time at Disney World, which we're going to explore that later on in the show and also with his wife, Megan, and their two sons. He uh, sponsors a number of morale-boosting trips and with his employees through Zapata Experiences. We'll ask about that as well today. So, Randall, welcome to the Small Business Matters podcast. Great to have you. So you, you probably already know, we always start off with the same opening question for each of our guests. And that question is, Randall, what is it that you do? What does Zapata Technologies do? that matters to small business? My main focus, what keeps me up and keeps me coming to work on a daily basis is I focus on saving lives. So while the American people, like you mentioned, they don't have to worry about the defense sector and, and bad things happening in the U.S. And it, it's amazing to be in that position to help um, take that worry on as part of the defense industrial complex and to help keep us safe on a daily basis. And that mission is spread throughout the entire company. So we put a lot of work into that and really focus all of our efforts on doing just that is just supporting our defense sector. And so I, I love it. And really by doing that, we're keeping small businesses safe. And that becomes really important. And also part of Vistage as well, and through Vistage, I'm able to help other small businesses with their tough challenges that they have um, through that great platform. So Randall, tell us a little bit more about what you and Zabata Technologies does 
to keep people safe. Get in the weeds a little bit for us. We have so many different customers. So I'm supporting the Army, for instance. So we're supporting um, the different sectors of the Army. So we're doing Army intelligence. We're supporting the Marine Corps, supporting NATO as well. So we're making sure that military has maps and we show blue forces, red forces, right? Good guys, bad guys. And so we make sure that if there's bad guy on the map for our side, that bad guy on our NATO partner's map shows up the exact same way. And we just really help solve these tough challenges for our customers that they have. It's, it's a very complex environment. It gets more complex every day. And making sure our customers have the right data, the right tools, the right systems, that's really what we're doing and keeping us safe. Randall, you start off uh, at a very young age with the Army National Guard. You then enlist with the, with the Army. And then you leave the Army. You go to work for a defense contractor. How did Zapata Technology, how did it come about? How did it get started? I've always been an entrepreneur since a very young age. I started working extremely young, not because I had to, because I wanted to. I, I, I just love working. It's so, you know, I don't look at it as work. It's play, right? It's enjoyable coming to what I do. And when I worked for a small business about two and a half years, and I really learned what not to do in some cases. <laughs> um, and part of that was I felt like a number. And that was very challenging to me, um, being an employee number 125, you know, even seeing a, like HR, you know, memo to me of, you know, pay change, you know, it says employee 125 on there. Um, and you feel you felt like a number and I didn't felt like I was being listened to and I didn't feel like my peers were being listened to, not just me. Right. And I think that's one thing unique about Zapata is the employees here don't feel like a number. And that's the biggest takeaway. That was my biggest challenge that I ran into with working for other organizations. So talk a little bit about uh, your culture, Randall, and, and maybe what separates you from other companies uh, out in the market and, and what makes you different. We put so much time into our culture, a lot, you know, but every single meeting we talk about people, you know, how can we better listen to our employees? How can we better take care of the employees? We try to do as much as we can. And a lot of the ideas comes from asking the employees, what are you trying to do in life? Not just work wise, but, you know, personally, what are you trying to do? You know, how can we help you with that? By doing that and listening, we were able to put some things in place. So, for instance, we do Zapata experiences. And within Zapata experiences, we'll go out to like a soccer games. So, we'll go Atlanta United, rent out a booth, um, big section, a suite. They have 30 people there, you know, have a big gathering. Obviously, with COVID, we're not doing that. But, you know, as things are starting to lift up, we'll start doing that again. Doing things where we're going, we're doing VIP tours at Disney. So it's not waiting in these long lines. It's going ride to ride to ride. We basically, we do all four parks at Disney in one day. So it's really impressive. Uh, a lot of walking, get, you know. 25, 30,000 steps in. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You know, as Tim mentioned, I'm a huge fan of Disney. I love what they do. I love the fact that, you know, Walt wasn't there. Walt Disney, I don't know if many people know this, but 19, October 1st, 1971, when Walt Disney first opened Walt Disney World, Walt was actually dead. Um, he wasn't alive during the time. And so it's neat to see the legacy of Walt, his vision and his goals and be able to move on even when he's no longer alive. And and that really struck me. And I thought, how can we do that within Zapata technology? Like, how can we improve our culture where we can somehow get 
marginally better to do like what Disney is doing. You know, we'll never be as good as Disney. You know, <laughs> they, they aim super high, um, but to get to the next level. And so what we did is we put in um, Zapata University. We call it Zapata U. And at Zapata U, it's not, many people get confused. It's not teaching people how to do their jobs. That's not what we do. It's really doing one-on-one coaching. Okay, what are your challenges? What can we do to improve? Um, how can we help, right? You know, hey, I'm having this personal issue or hey, my, you know, I'm having problems working because I'm dealing with, you know, an uncle who's having mental health challenges. You know, what can I be doing to improve? It's also things like um, leadership and conflict resolution. We have in the military, we have a lot of people in the military. They love to win. Very high egos. Those are the guys and women that get promoted are the ones that love to win and, and ex- excel. And with that, you know, there's obviously conflict. And so how can we ensure that conflict is healthy with our employees and, and with our customers? And so doing things like conflict resolution and, and delegation, how you handle that, really focus with that in Zapata U. And so we're doing other fun things like discretionary time off. I know that's common within Silicon Valley, but it's not common in the government sector. And, and we're, doing, we're doing that. So there's no accrued leave. We have people that come to work for us and they're like, hey, I can't come to work with you because I have, I have a leave plan. I'm going to take a week off in two more weeks. And I'm like, so come work for us, go take your leave and come back and keep working. So, you know, it's not a big deal because we don't have crew leave. So, you know, take as much leave as you need. And as long as you're performing results and doing your job, take the leave. Comparing yourself and the company to Disney, aspiring to that level, that's a that's a very high bar. Randall, I, I, I love your, your job title, Chief Visionary Officer. And as, as the leader of the company, you wear a variety of different hats, right? Different roles within the organization. Uh, share with us and with our, our listeners, what do you see as, as your role within the organization? What are you responsible for? And where do you spend your time? I, I think it's important to ensure that, one, I'm withholding our mission, our vision. So our mission is saving lives. You know, I, I'm constantly pushing that making sure I'm saying the vision as well. So as the chief visionary officer, that's really setting the way ahead of the future and, and having optimistic as well. I think as being a CEO, one of the goals is to be optimistic about the future and set the way ahead for the future. And then also, like I talked about before, just controlling the culture, Tim, that's, it's a lot of work. Like being in the people business is very tough. Um, setting expectations is very challenging. And so I spend a lot of my time there. And then the other factor I, I believe is a chief visionary officer is just communication. You know, my wife, Tim, I don't know if you know, she's a communication major and helped me learn so much about communication, what to do, what not to do. And um, it's also when I communicate, it's not a one for one communication. Like I think young leaders lose sight of that. If, if I'm talking to, let's say, Bob. And Bob says, hey, I'm going to have this project due one week from now. And then the customer says, hey, Randall, when's the project going to be done? As a young leader, you might say in one week. But we all know Bob, you know, runs late. It's going to be a week and a half before Bob gets it done. And then I got to do testing and reviewing it. And so it's really two weeks. And so being able to communicate properly and adjust what you hear and take in all the different factors, I think, becomes important as well. Randall, your, your target audience is a little bit different than many 
people we've had on this show. So I'm not sure how many guests we've had that, that work with the government as closely as you do. Tell me how that that target market and that customer is different than maybe a, a generic customer or one that small businesses are accustomed to working with. So with supply technology, we don't do any commercial work. We don't, you know, it's all B to G. It's all with the government and it's all with the military. And the thing I love about it is I get to work with the world's best and greatest military out there. There's no one better than our military. And it's it's so fantastic to be with like the best military, bunch of winners, bunch of A players. It's just, it's fun, right? And the benefit of that is when we're working with the military, our goal is to give our adversaries an unfair advantage. We don't want, you know, if anything's going on, we don't want them to have any type of advantage. And so we're basically doing anything we can to give them unfair advantage and really just crush them, right? And we're doing all that with ethics and complex rules that the U.S. has. And it's just fantastic how the U.S. is able to come together as a defense sector and just make things happen and really outperform our adversaries. Randall, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, this past year has been very difficult for many small businesses with COVID, with the pandemic. What impact has COVID had on your company and what are you doing differently now as a result? I would say in general with COVID, we've had a lot of mental health problems, not just within the company, but, you know, with our employees' families, personally, within my family, just all around, it's it's really sad to see all the mental health challenges that we have to deal with. And, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can and just get those anxieties away and help people as best as possible. Tim, I think we just need a hug. So I don't know if we can just do a virtual hug or something, but, <laughs> you know, we all just need a hug sometimes. And I think not being able to get those hugs is, you know, really torn us apart. But uh, as far as COVID goes and things that we've done as well to change, you know, we've really been able to adjust the company. So basically every single system within the company, I've changed, adjusted and improved. So we've changed all of our systems out um, due to COVID. We've just re-innovated, right? And I, I think it's important, Tim, I think you mentioned this before, at least at a minimum every seven years, you have to reinvent the company. And so we are lucky enough to to be stable throughout COVID. And we're, we're able to take the time to re-innovate um, and improve the company overall during this time. And who would have thought that we're going to be sitting in a parking lot eating dinner and, and we're going to be looking forward to doing that. And that was 2020 for you. It was, it was fantastic. And so I think the big takeaway is how can we continue to improve and innovate without a major pandemic like COVID having to do that? And I think that's going to be important as we go forward is just continuing this accelerated innovation. I'm really looking forward to small businesses continuing to do this. Speaking of uh, innovations, uh, Randall, I was I was sharing this with you before we started recording, but you might have one of the coolest studios I've seen uh, of anybody we've had. Uh, so tell me, what's the studio all about and, and what's the purpose? I really want to get the message out of our saving lives, how we're doing that and the impact and how we can better help our soldiers out there. And so we figured the best way to do that is through video. And so we we built this studio, this amazing studio. I got this from Lamb and Luther out in Atlanta. 
amazing company in Atlanta made this custom made and um, another small business made this sign back here. So um, trying to support small businesses as well throughout the process was really important to me. But yeah, this is helping with our marketing and really getting our message out there. We use this studio to do podcasts, to do questions and answers that people have about Zapata technology. Another thing we do in our culture is we actually do all hands meetings as well. And we shoot it out of here. And it's fun because we do our last one. We gave away PlayStation 5s and we do some neat giveaways. And it's nice to just do Q&As with our team. And um, it's all ran out of here in Augusta, Georgia. And it's just it's just a fun environment to be in. Randall, you mentioned earlier uh, Vistage. Vistage is a CEO peer group organization you and I first got connected through through Vistage. Talk about what you, you've been now a Vistage member. I'm, I'm guessing we're coming on 10 years, plus or minus. What has been that experience? How has that experience been for you? What's been the benefit of being part of a, a peer group organization like that? I think people go there to find help for themselves. But one thing I found is helping other small businesses is helping yourself, right? And so I actually get more enjoyment and I think I learn more by helping other small businesses within Vistage and just side of Vistage too. It really helps you understand the struggles that other small businesses go through. And Vistage is set up where basically there's all these different industries, like every member in the, in the group is basically from a different industry. And so it's neat how I'm taking advice from someone in a completely different industry that knows nothing about my business. And it's completely helpful. Like, it's just amazing. I never would have thought like, hey, you're having this issue, you know, you know, go talk to this locksmith guy or, you know, like, it's just, it's very interesting how that comes to play and how everybody has their strengths and, and weaknesses. You got to be super optimistic. <laughs> I guess a little bit crazy somewhere in there. And um, because of that, you're a unicorn. And Vistage is awesome because you find a whole bunch of other unicorns like yourself and people that can relate to, people that understand your, your struggles and your problems that you're going through and just relate. Like if I talk to my friends that, friends that I grew up in high school or other people who are not entrepreneurs, they just don't get it, right? And and Vistage is really where you find some really great friendships who, of people that relate. I saw a study recently that, that indicated about 5% of the adult population could be defined as crazy in some shape or form. And for small business owners, it's 15%. And that says something by itself. Tim, too, just to add to that, I think that Vistage, just the one-on-one coaching to me, that is just amazing to have someone to bounce ideas off of your crazy ideas. Like, hey, I'm thinking about flipping the entire company upside down and, and doing something completely different. What do you guys think of that? You know, and, um, you know, it's, it's just great to have that that foundational base and the, that you can just talk to people and, and, and trust the group to give you solid advice and not hold back. Where sometimes you know, with your managers or employees, they're paid, right? And so sometimes they don't want to give honest advice because, you know, obviously, you know, they could have fears of doing that. And so Vistage, you don't have that. Randall, staying on the theme of learning and, and growth, is there a, a mistake that you've made in your small business career that has 
uh, really turned out to be a good thing or, or led you in a direction that has driven growth? One of the problems with us visionaries, we can see things typically in the future or like see things potentially coming, but sometimes they're too soon. <laughs> and uh, I know Tim knows this with you know Zapata AI and the AI initiatives. We started that three and a half years ago and the military sector has been much slower than anticipated. <laughs> but now we're lucky enough and we're seeing the fruits of our labor pan out and the military is really getting to AI. But I would say that's one of the challenges that I have is I can see some stuff. Hey, we need to do this. We need to do that. But sometimes it's too soon, right? So it's like a mistake, but then that mistake turns into a good thing. Um, and so, and we saw the same thing with, you know, a little bit with Zapata U as well. That was kind of like a, you know, an accident. We kind of fell onto it and ended up starting doing it. And it turned out to be a really amazing thing. Um, and so, you know, hopefully one day Zapata technology will be just like Disney in the happy happiest place on earth to go work at. <laughs> Taylor, I've got one more question for Randall, and then I'll turn it over to you for our rapid fire questions. Randall, let's just assume that I'm thinking about starting my own small business and I come to you for advice. What would be one piece of advice that you would give to me as, as an aspiring entrepreneur? I think a lot of people who start small businesses think that you make a ton of money out there running a small business. And one of the things is you really have to have the passion, the love to do it. The ones that just make it, you know, they're not making crazy amounts of money. And so you really need to be doing it outside of money, right? You know, you need a strong mission, strong purpose, and a reason to be doing what you're doing. Because to be honest, I would say most people, you'll probably make more money just being off as an employee or manager and and less risk, right? You're not putting your life savings up. And so really considering, do you really want to be all in? Do you really want to work 60, 70 hours a week with less pay and, and more stress? Do you really want to do that? And if, if you're crazy, like all the other <laughs> entrepreneurs, and you'll say, of course I do. <laughs> and what are you talking about? That's not a problem. <laughs> and small business owners, here you go. <laughs> so join the club. So are, are you all in? Are you all so, in? You got to be all in. Family all. You got to have family support too, Tim. That that becomes important. Yeah. Friends, you're listening to the Small Business Matters podcast. It's the only podcast that truly matters to small business. Our, our guest tonight is Randall Zapata. Randall is the founder, the CEO, chief visionary officer for Zapata Technologies, headquartered in Augusta, Georgia. So, uh, Taylor, this is always our favorite time of the podcast. It's rapid fire questions. Randall, Taylor's going to try very hard to stump you with some rather simple questions. I'm betting on you. Taylor, take it from here. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of Augusta, I think most people know it for the Masters. But give me one thing about Augusta we should know that is not related to golf. So, Augusta. So, uh, Civil War. Augusta was not hit. I don't know if you guys know why. May have been over a woman. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the generals had a girlfriend here and Augusta was not targeted due to all over a woman, which is quite amazing. So we have some great old buildings here, like Enterprise Mill, where we're headquartered out of, that was not destroyed in the Civil War because of a, a woman. <laughs> oh, I've never heard that. We might have to save that for another podcast. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, up next, uh, rumor has it you like to skydive. So indoor skydiving or outdoor skydiving? Indoor skydiving. I'm afraid of heights. So um, <laughs> I'm afraid of heights. And it's funny, I, I tell it to my fellow skydivers, I'm like, oh, I'm never going to skydive, I'm fr- afraid of heights. And they're like, so am I. Like, I get that so often. I'm like, well, I guess you can, can't use that as an excuse. So I've never actually been real skydiving, but I do a lot of indoor. I can do some fun tricks and flips and all that cool stuff. Um, super fun. Uh, Tim might have came with me once before as well. <laughs> um, definitely love the indoor skydiving. Now, just out of curiosity, is all indoor skydiving facilities the same or are there different flavors? They are different. So some of the tunnels are are smaller and then bigger. And then some of the older tunnels have more turbulence. So you're like kind of like a plane, you know, you're rocking around more when you're flying. Um, That's not as fun. (laughs) Uh, One tunnel I flew in, it was really old. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of the tunnel, but there's actually like rocks flying through the tunnel. <laughs> so off of like people's shoes and stuff, you know, it's just much older and wasn't well maintained. But most of the tunnels are amazing and you don't have that happening at all. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's definitely a difference. And then some are slower and faster than others as well. So some, you know, the same speed, we go by percentages when we fly. And so, um, you know, I might fly it. 90% at, at one tunnel, another tunnel, it's like 95% speed. And so they have different turbines and they go at different speeds. So you have to learn each tunnel and what, how fast you fly at that tunnel. Fascinating. Very cool. Since you are a technology company, what is your favorite tech tool or toy? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I just love my cell phone. Like, you know, the cell phone is really just your all-in-one gadget. Like, I'm just like, I was trying to think of like all this different stuff, but really... You know, the, the cell phone is the utility knife, right? It does everything. It's got your flashlight. You know, it, it can get you directions of where you're going. Um, you know, I remember growing up and having to print directions off the computer. And, you know, you just, I just love my cell phone. I think that's the best gadget. If I go all my electronics or gadgets and toys, I would definitely, I, I love the cell phone. <laughs> so. Is there a specific app that you would recommend? I love, especially during COVID, I love uh, Duo. Google Duo is amazing, clear picture for video chat. That's probably my favorite way to chat is Google Duo. That's that's one of my favorites. The other one, I, I, I love Twitter as well. I'm a huge fan of Twitter. And the reason I love Twitter is I feel personally I can get the news much faster um, through Twitter. I feel like I, I know like a day before I read it in the news, right? You know, I just Twitter is so much faster. So All right. You mentioned Disney a couple of times. What is your favorite ride at Disney? I have to say, oh, it changes. I go so much. It always, it's always changing. I'm going to say I'm feeling, I like Space Mountain. I like a nice classic Space Mountain. It's actually a very slow roller coaster. Um, but because you're in the dark and you have all these dips and twists and turns, it, 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 it's neat how your senses get accelerated when you're in the dark and how, how your body feels like it's much worse than what it really is. And it's like, you just can't see, that's all. So I, I love the simplicity of having it. It's actually just a kid's ride and it feels like much more than a kid's ride. Yeah, see, so you say that, but fun fact, my dad forced me to go on Space Mountain as a kid and it traumatized me for years. And I didn't go on a roller coaster until I was like a teenager. Yeah. But now if you go on it and you realize, hey, it, 
you're really just doing these baby drops. It's you're not going. You know, I I think it goes. I think 29 miles an hour. I don't quote me on that, but it doesn't go that that fast compared to these other roller coasters that you have. And um, yeah, it's it's really just you just need to have your dad turn the lights on, give you like a big flashlight in the ride, <laughs> and you'll and you'll see it's not bad at all. Uh, so this question has been gaining popularity lately. So maybe you've heard it on a recent podcast, but who plays Randall in the movie about Randall? <laughs> Uh, Tom Hanks. I think that'd be amazing. <laughs> great choice. Great, great American actor. Great choice. Well, Taylor, I was keeping score and I've got Randall five and Taylor zero mm. he, he mm-hmm. you on, on our rapid fire questions. Randall, nice job. So, uh, Taylor, I've got a page full of, of notes from our time with Randall in addition to all the other hats that he wears, he's also the chief culture officer and maybe the most important role he has within his company. He talked about the importance of over-communicating with his people. It's impossible to, to do that, impossible to over-communicate, but I think that's an important role. He talked about the importance of setting expectations for each of his employees, setting the bar, making sure they understand what, what he and the company expects. He also talked about this past year with COVID. One of the big challenges with companies and with their employees are the mental health issues that we've all been facing in varying degrees and, and how companies are, are working with their employees to address that. He also talked about the importance for companies to reinvent themselves on a regular basis, COVID or not, You know, every five to seven years looking for ways to reinvent ourselves. He also talked about uh, you know being a part of a CEO peer group and the, the the benefits as he's experienced of that not only for himself but for his company as as well. So lots of great great takeaways uh, from our guest today. Uh, how about for you, Taylor? What 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 did you find uh, helpful? Well, I think everything you listed was was really uh, important, both from our our perspective and our listeners. Um, but I really appreciated uh, Randall's take on culture and all the different things that they're doing uh, for their employees that they don't have to do, but they just strive to to be a great company. Everything from uh, Zapata excursions and experiences to uh, unlimited PTO or discretionary PTO. Uh, so very cool and, and forward thinking. So Randall, I'm fairly certain that a number of our listeners will want to reach out and contact you. What's the easiest way for them to reach you? Yeah, go to zapatechnology.com. That's the best way to reach out to us. Um, my contact and information, my manager's contact information is on there and our job listings as well if you're interested to come and work for us. So it's Z-A-P-A-T-A and then technology.com. Great. Well, Randall, thank you for spending time with us. Uh, this evening on the Small Business Matters podcast. It's been a pleasure having you with us, and I look forward to having you come back and visit again. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. And, and Tim, I did want to add, um, I had a comment for Taylor real quick as well. Um, Taylor, I was thinking about this podcast, and I, me personally, if I had to choose something for my, I have two boys, an eight and 10-year-old kids. If I had to choose one gift for them to do for me, would be what you're doing for Tim. Like it's really amazing what you're doing for your dad and helping him support him with his podcast and being fully supportive of what he's doing and helping him grow his business and his company and providing your great skill sets. You know, I think it's amazing. I think it's the best gift that you could 
that you give to, to Tim. So I, I definitely, um, I think that's amazing. So if you ever think you can stop doing that, definitely don't. You're doing the best thing ever. So I think that's the best gift that you're doing for your dad. Uh, thanks, Randall. Very kind to you. Much appreciated. Uh, I certainly uh, enjoy it a lot and enjoy meeting everyone that my dad's uh, worked with and uh, connected with over the years. And uh, you're now my favorite podcast guest. So thank you very much for that. You owe me $20. Now- We'll certainly have him back again now. Thank you, Randall. Thanks. Appreciate it. Taylor, a couple quick announcements before we we sign off on our podcast. Uh, For any of our listeners that are not already receiving the Small Business Matters newsletter, it's a monthly newsletter. Just uh, visit our website at smallbusinessmattersonline.com and you can subscribe to the newsletter. We have a new book that came out just in the last couple of months. It's called The Meeting. It's available on our website as well and also available on uh, amazon.com. Taylor, we're in the middle of the Small Business Matters Boot Camp. We're about halfway through the boot camp right now. It's going great. Got a a really strong uh, group of small business leaders in the group. And then we have our next boot camp is scheduled to launch on August 26th. If any of our listeners are interested in, in that, All right. Well, uh, I want to encourage our listeners to rate, review, and subscribe to the Small Business Matters podcast. And I want to thank each of you for listening to our podcast today, the Small Business Matters podcast. It's the only podcast that truly matters to small business. May each of you continue to pursue all that matters. 